Inflation doesn't have to stay. Let's see what an engineer has to say. Welcome to Ask the Engineer. Hey, Mr. Engineer. So on the last episode, I know you touched on how Bitcoin fixes things around the world. But what I really wanted to know is how does Bitcoin help me and my family, specifically my family that is from Africa? Um, As you know, I come from Ghana. So I'm interested to know how Bitcoin helps my country. That is a great question. And just to put some context, I recently attended a Twitter Spaces for West African Bitcoiners discussing, you know, Bitcoin adoption in their countries. And I heard the wonderful testimony of one Nigerian woman talking about how Bitcoin relates to her as a Nigerian and just how it fixes so many of the problems in Africa, you know, elevating them to like the top of the playing field. So without further ado, let's listen to the clip. Bitcoin doesn't, even though in a global or in a um, universal sense, it can uplift a country, um, especially in the area of, you know, um, economic growth. Um, because now the um, the there won't be a difficulty between sending and receiving money from different countries. There will be a free flow of you know international trade, and our currency wouldn't be a problem anymore. Even though that would be a benefit to the country, um, we have to. I'm seeing that there that the governments are really averse to um, the likes of Bitcoin. And it could be for several reasons, you know, um, one, they want to continue to be in control. Um, they want to be able to track transactions that are happening because if, you know, if you're using Bitcoin, we all know that it's decentralized. And sometimes for a centralized government to be able to track these expenses or how money goes in and out, it would be very difficult. And so um, I'm noticing that there's somewhat of a, trend it could be subtle um for those who haven't yet noticed it but it is in the interest of the government or even the west at some in some respects that africa and africans do not know the opportunities or the advantage bitcoin sets them um on you know when you think about bitcoin critically and you know like femi rightly said the best place to see bitcoin work is africa right like if you look at it critically, it is in their best interest for us to be left in the dark and not know that Bitcoin puts us on a level playing field in the global arena. Bitcoin also gets um, it enables our local produce to be sold to the foreign or international market. Bitcoin also would allow us to have control over our money and not any you know, Western country or France or whatever to have control of our, our, our resources, our raw materials um, and all that. So it is in their best interest for us to be left in the dark. And then tying that in with what Femi said earlier, like we have to continue to hammer into the heads of those we talk to about why Bitcoin is important to us as Africans and speaking exactly from that angle and it is in our best interest because if we continue to live in the dark if we continue to say oh um we're gonna wait until our government asks for loan 
Um, we're going to wait until the government does this, builds infrastructure for us before we do anything. Like we're going to wait for a long time. Um, and so we have a lot of responsibility as educators. And I see a lot of us educating a lot of um, people in the area of Bitcoin. But we have a huge responsibility because the more people in Africa are kept in the dark, the mo more these Western countries are con going to continue to control Africa. Now, if you look at the global arena, you will see that in the, pa in, like, in the past year, we're in the new year now, this 2023, in the past year, we are, we are actually watching Western countries going to shit. Sorry for my French, right? There is a war happening, uh, Ukraine, Russia. There are countries who are blindly supporting, you know, a particular side. And as a result, the prices of, you know, heating and all that, they don't even know how they're going to heat their homes during the winter. Like there has been that kind of crisis happening. Um, like there is a lot of talk about, re um, uh, about recession happening. And the only reason why we Africans are ex experiencing somewhat of a recession is because we don't produce things from here, right? We are heavily dependent on what we import. And as we're importing, we're importing their, their, um, their, in, their inflation, we're, we're, we're importing their, the negative effect of their currency into our country. But anyway, that's besides the point. So as you can see, many of these Western countries are actually going to shit. But, and that means, and it's not a coincidence that these Western countries or that, that um, Africa has been in the limelight in the past year. It's not a coincidence. Like a lot of people are thinking about how to move to Africa. A lot of countries are trying to sort of find a way to partner with Africa. A lot of other Western countries are opening their doors to Africa through either scholarships or something. It's not a coincidence. They know what we have and what we can give and what they can take from us. But if we see it like, oh, okay, this is a, my opportunity to pack my bags, go overseas and stuff, you know, I'll just leave my, I'll be supporting my country from overseas. Like a lot of people, um, ha, ha, a lot of people say, you're going to, you're going to make them win in this game of chess, right? It's time for us to start looking within. And I love what Femi said that we need to start, you know, finding ways that we can build stuff, start learning how to um, earn Bitcoin. Um, at first, when Femi said that, uh, made that statement about, you know, how hodling is not, um, it's not African, doesn't fit into an African culture. At first I was like, oh, wait, what? That doesn't make sense. But when he explained it today, it really clicked. And I don't, I hope it clicked in the minds of people here who, who were listening in. It really clicked because um, the African situation is so different. We should stop trying to copy the West. We can learn from them, but we also, we have to stop copying the West because in copying the West, we're losing um, sight of what we have here. And when we do not recognize what we have, we tend to devalue what we have Meaning that the people, and because we devalue what we have, the people outside are getting what we have for cheap or even nothing, right? So um, there's a lot of mindset work that we have to do as well. And that starts by telling the story properly, by, you know, looking at things properly, right? We are very grateful that um, a lot of Bitcoin organizations and institutions have been able to, like, um, bring the knowledge of Bitcoin to us, but we need to start telling that story in the African context of how it relates to us. 
um, I was, someone told me about, um, about how there are people or there are even like Reddit, there are some subreddits where people were arguing that it is impossible for something like Machankara to work because they cannot fathom the possibility of, or the, they cannot fathom a world where there are people who still use feature phones. They could not understand it. And because they could not understand it, they felt like this thing is a farce. It doesn't happen. But someone from Africa was able to identify the problem, identify that not everybody can afford a smartphone, whether it is Chinese or high end, and that a lot of people are using feature phones. And this person, like, and Machanko was like bold enough to explore how they can, how he, they can, he can bring Bitcoin to these people. This is a unique African problem that he was able to solve with Bitcoin. And people in the West can't fathom it, right? It doesn't make sense to a lot of them because they cannot believe that there are people who in this day and age, 2023, who cannot, um, who cannot, who do not have access to a smartphone. So think of it this way. If we were highly dependent on the West to develop the apps, the technology and all the other stuff, that we will use here in order for us to access Bitcoin one way or another. That means it would have taken a super long time for us to actually experience or use an app or a feature or whatever that really caters to African needs. Because Africa, it, African need is very, very unique and per, um, peculiar. And it takes, and you can't, how do I put it? There are people from the West who have visited Africa, but you can't, understand Africa by visiting for two weeks, moving around in the safari or checking out sites. You don't understand Africa that way. You understand Africa by actually living in it, working, walking with the, um, with the locals, actually being part of that economy. And only, it's only when you are among them that you tend to understand that our way of life is different. The way we see things is, is different. And if, since that is the case, the way we communicate this is, is supposed to be different um and the knowledge of bitcoin now gives us that opportunity to actually be relevant in the global space we are in Af we are see africans are seen as second class citizens let's not like kid ourselves that is actually what happens but with bitcoin we have the opportunity to actually stand up and speak um the sad part is that Maybe our, our, the sad part is that the government might take a long time before they're able to see the general benefit. But I believe that, and as we see in Africa, the people tend to move a lot faster than the government. And because the people move a lot faster than the government, that is sort of like a beacon of hope um, to me personally, is a beacon of hope because if we have millions and millions of Africans using Bitcoin to solve a critical problem, to the point that even the people in government are using Bitcoin to solve that problem, right? It is going to be extremely difficult for the government to even try and regulate it in such a way that it would, it would hamper them, right? You do not, uh, you do, you do not, um, how do I put it? You do not, you know, shit where you, where you eat, right? That doesn't happen. And we ha that's why we need to es escalate this understanding of how Bitcoin relates to us. And also taking Bitcoin from the point of view of personal empowerment, right? Um, 
when you whenever you're talking to somebody about bitcoin like how does it personally empower them like femi rightly said how does it personally empower them and i've used this example before on some twitter spaces if you sell ground nuts right bottle of ground nuts and you're selling it for a thousand five hundred and now we know that a lot of africans are leaving their country i can say that particularly about nigeria a lot of people are leaving nigeria to travel abroad for like greener pastures these people miss the local food they miss the ability to eat bottle of groundnut for cheap because groundnut is extremely expensive abroad this is a business opportunity for the local for the locals here they can now actually send they can actually fulfill orders of people who probably want to buy groundnut in bulk and thereby also in the long term um, even empower other Africans who want to get into this business. So for example, if um, if I imagine being in Canada and you want to buy groundnuts, you would not buy one bottle, you would buy maybe six in bulk. And then you eventually there would be, you'll find a supplier who, um, someone who want to buy a hundred from you so that they can sell one, one like single bottles in their respective countries to make it um, cheaper for those uh, abroad to buy thereby you're you're indirectly um creating job opportunities for the fellow african there and you can and this trade is easier when you have a common um common um currency and for us that is bitcoin thank god for lightning you as soon as you make a payment it comes and you you get your payment instantly that solves a lot of problem. But most of all, what it does, it empowers Africans here at home to the point that they wouldn't even want to leave their country to go for greener pastures because the pastures in the country is already green because of the knowledge they now have on how they can use Bitcoin to empower themselves. And when they empower themselves, they go from being a small business to a bigger business that's hiring your brother, your sister, your cousin. Um, and now your, those relatives of yours have jobs and they can feed their family. And of course, you know, it, it's a circle. It will come back and it'll go round. And before you know it, Africa becomes a very rich country the way it is supposed to be, the way it's meant to be. Um, but it all starts from us to start telling the story right. Um, and to also be very aware that our being in the dark benefits some people. And if we continue to allow ourselves and other people around us to be in the dark, then Africa will continue to deteriorate and we're not, we're going to be, con we're going to continue to be exploited. And that's not how it, things should be. So let us use this amazing thing, which is Bitcoin, as a way to uplift ourselves and uplift Africa as a whole. So thank you. Wow, thank you for sharing that clip. Um, I definitely have to join the next Twitter space because there's a lot to learn about how Bitcoin is fixing Africa. Yeah, for sure. So I just wanted to know, what are your final thoughts for today's episode? My final thoughts on today's episode are basically, this is just one person talking about how Bitcoin fixes things in their country, specifically in Nigeria and kind of all of Africa. But the audience is the whole world, right? You got to think about how Bitcoin fixes your country and your environment. Hmm, I think we should do a giveaway. 
<laughs> a giveaway, you say? <laughs> yeah, a giveaway. All right. Let's do a 100K giveaway. 100K Satoshis. Okay, cool. What are the what are the details of this giveaway? So basically, how the Twitter spaces um, with probably no longer than 10 minutes and tag ask the engineer to the finished recording where in that Twitter spaces you discuss talking about how Bitcoin fixes your country and whoever gets liked and retweet the most will get featured on the next episode of Ask the Engineer.